Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are in beautiful Alpharetta, uh, rainy Alpharetta, inside Renaissance Bank, as we always are. And you know, the folks at Renaissance Bank are terrific. They're personable. Uh, they uh, care about their clients, and it shows up in surveys. Yes, Renaissance Bank has been ranked best bank in Georgia, best bank in the United States, both in surveys done by Money Magazine's Money.com, as well as Forbes Magazine. So if you're wondering what's going on there and you've been big banked, and you know what I mean if you've been big banked, uh, if you're at one of those mega banks, try Renaissance Bank. Go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Lauren Rock. Lauren is with Dynamic Escapes. Lauren, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. Great to have you here. So let's describe what you're up to at Dynamic Escapes. How are you serving folks? I serve folks by taking care of all the research, planning, booking, and arranging of their travels. That's the short short answer. I live to serve folks and make them have fantastic memories of the trips they've enjoyed. You're a fun person to talk to. Thank you. Because <laughs> we, yeah. all, we all like to talk about travel, right? Exactly. Yeah. So um, let's talk about your journey. Uh, why did you start Dynamic Escapes? I started Dynamic Escapes. Uh, before working and founding Dynamic Escapes, I was a relocation counselor. And that basically meant when corporations brought employees from overseas, I helped them adapt to life in the U.S. Everything from the business culture here for the employee for the family, how schools work, how cultural works, what do these holidays mean? Mm-hmm. And I just took care of all that arranging and planning and work on one-on-one with folks. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed doing that, met a lot of neat people from around the world. At the same time, I still, of course, had my travel habit and was always planning and researching trips for myself, my family, friends, and whatnot. And then fortunately, about uh, 20 years into having that business, one of my main clients uh, suffered a loss of one of their business partners. Mm. And sadly, they had not done some uh, planning. One partner didn't really know at that point what the other one did. They'd been so established in their silos. And I could see that, sadly, the company wasn't going to survive, and I was thinking of what I wanted to do next. Mm -hmm. And um, it was actually my kids who said, Mom, you plan travel all the time. You love it. Everyone keeps asking you to do it. Why aren't you doing that? Mm Mm-hmm. And the famous out of the mouths of babes, I was like, you know what? That's a good point. So I spent about a year or two researching and learning about the industry and what I needed to do to be a part of it. And then after I did my homework, I founded Dynamic Escapes. And here I am. And that was in 2016, right? 2016 is when I launched, right? I spent 2015 and part of 2016 learning the field and understanding what I needed to know. So certainly today, but even back in 2016, which seems like a pandemic ago, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Even in uh, back then, uh, you know, 
people were looking to the internet. And as we were joking about before we came on, uh, that their favorite travel agent is Google. Um, And so that must have taken a lot of courage to start a travel planning agency uh, in the face of that. So talk about that. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, Google is great for giving you information, but it doesn't distill the information. You can drown in the information and you can get page after page after page of pretty pictures and lists and ideas, mm-hmm. but it's someone else's list, someone else's ideas, and they're not tailored to you and your interests. And if you have the time and the knowledge to weed through all those lists and figure out which thing applies to you, you could make do on Google, mm-hmm. or you can go down a rabbit hole and waste a lot of time and not end up with something that's tailored to your interests. Right. And that's what I like to do. I do all that research. I do the drilling down. I like to get to know my clients first and find out, you know, why are you traveling? If you already know where you want to go, why have you picked it? Mm-hmm. The people you're going with, are they picking it for the same reason? That's always a, a fun one. You know, not everyone has the same idea of what makes a fantastic trip. So I learn about people, their interests, their desires, what they want from their vacation, and then I do the work to tailor things to match them. And that's that's the difference between me and Google. <laughs> Uh, that's not a small difference. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a small difference. And we hadn't even gotten into the fact that, uh, Google can tell lies and, and there is that, I I, I mean, I'll just say that. And, and, uh, and and I don't mean deliberately so, but kind of, because, you know, the results are skewed toward, uh, advertising clients. Exactly. And, uh, they're skewed toward pages that engineer themselves to get found um, as opposed to maybe the best sources of information on a destination, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I exist to serve my client. I don't exist to sell a trip and those pages exist to sell something. Wow. I like, uh, I think we're done with this interview. That's all, <laughs> that's all you need to know about Lauren, right? Uh, I love that. Lauren Rock is with us folks and she's the owner founder of Dynamic Escapes. So we, we touched on this a little bit, but you call yourself a travel planner, not a travel agent. Talk about that difference. Exactly. So an agent is just the, as the word says, they are an agent for a company, for a business, for a product. I am not anyone else's agent. I'm my client's agent. I exist to take care of the planning, the research, and the work for them. I work for them and not the travel industry. So that's why I consciously chose the word planner as opposed to agent. It is also a common um, buzzword in the industry now, but you need to be careful that you're hiring someone who's working for you as opposed to someone who's working for a big corporate travel industry that needs to fill spaces on a ship or on a tour. Not that there's anything wrong with those ships or those tours. And there are people for whom that is a fantastic vacation, but you need to know is that who you're working with, who they're there to serve. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's talk about that. So uh, maybe the way you address it is how do I know? How do I know when I'm looking for um, a, a travel planner like the one you describe and as you describe yourself, uh, how do I know who's the agent and really the uh, they're almost a representative for, mm-hmm. you know, a, a big corporate entity, right? As opposed to a travel planner that's got my interest in mind. Um, 
you need to do a little bit of work, unfortunately. There is no, the industry, one of the things I found in my year of research is that the industry is really not very well regulated at all. Mm. And whether you like regulations or not, it means in practicality, there's really no protection for the consumer. There's no rules you have to follow. Anyone can call themselves a travel professional. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to have the education or the fiduciary responsibilities to back up that claim. So you need to be careful with that. Some of it's obvious. If you are someone that loves cruise ships and you know I like to cruise with this cruise company on this style, you go to their website and there they are. They're, they're waiting for you. So that kind of makes it easier if that's the style of travel that you prefer. If you don't, you, you, it's up to you, unfortunately, to do some, a bit of diligence of who you're talking to. Look at their background. Look at why they're there mm-hmm. and ask them. Who do you serve? Who do you work for? Who's, who's, do you have a parent company? Right, right. I can see how the cruise industry is particularly uh, prone to this kind of situation because once that ship leaves the dock, <laughs> it's done, right? I mean, there's no, there's uh, uh, the die is cast in terms of the, those rooms being booked, right? So it's really incumbent upon the cruise ship industry to have people that can fill those ships up yeah yeah and i don't mean this is a negative to them people no i'm not cruises. and i'm yeah. not saying it's a negative yeah, just yeah. It, but facts are friendly right so exactly yeah no, that their goal is to fill those cabins mm-hmm. and right. they um will do what they need to do to fill them right and hopefully they'll fill them because you're excited and happy to be there right absolutely um so you've got a particular definition of a happy client. Mm-hmm. I love this question. What, what, and, and you, just so people know, we ask uh, our guests what kind of questions they like us to ask is it so we can use that as a guide to the interview. And I'll, uh, I think this is the, may, it might be the first time I've ever had this question come back from a guest and I love it. So how do you, how do you define a happy client? I define a happy client as someone that leaves their trip with lasting memories, lasting happy memories. And to give an example, the client story that when I think of one of my biggest, quote unquote, successes, Mm -hmm. not the client that took the most expensive exotic trip. It's a family that took a road trip. Their dream vacation was a road trip from Atlanta to Canada and back. Mm. And not only is that a long way, but this is a family of five kids that are all close in age. They had a 16-year-old boy, a 14-and-a-half-year-old girl, and then twin 11-year-old girls as well. So this was all the family all together to Canada and back in a car. Mm. And they wanted to stay in rental uh, apartments and townhomes, condominiums. And for them, two bathrooms was enough. Mm -hmm. And to many people, that might just sound like a terrible way to spend a summer. Right. But uh, I put together uh, the route— the places to stay, the things to do, and the part that to me was showed what a success it was is when they came back, the 16-year-old son wrote a short note saying that he had the best summer ever and the memories he made with his parents and his sisters would always stay with him and how wonderful it was. And anybody out there, whether you've had kids or not, knows to have a 16-year-old young man <laughs> say that about time with his family after that kind of trip um, you know, you got something special. So I, I've had many success stories, but that one just touched me 
yeah. and made me feel good about what I was doing and the reason I was doing it. Yeah, that's what. Wow, what a great story. And I'm sure you've got plenty of those. Oh, yeah. Um, similar stories. Well, what we've talked about the issue about travel planning versus travel agency. So, but, uh, and so that's part of your uniqueness. But let's talk about other aspects of your uh, practice, your business that make uh, dynamic escapes unique. I like to tailor and I pride myself on tailoring things to my clients. If you are someone that loves to stay in rental apartments, which is a great opportunity, I think, I will research everything out there to find the, if it's the couple going to Paris to find a lovely little bedroom with a large bed, actually, in an apartment so they can walk out the door and enjoy their croissants and enjoy the city. If you're someone that's more of a, you know what, we're going away and we want a luxury hotel that I feel in a world away from real life, I do that. I plan, bottom line is I want to make a trip that matches my client's dreams and desires. Mm -hmm. And I pay real close attention to everyone going. And that may seem kind of like a minor thing, but it's not. Not every couple, not every family, not every group defines vacation the same way. And the last thing you want on a trip is, A, to have one person responsible for everything and always being turned to and said, well, where do we go now? What's the plan now? What are we doing now? That's not relaxing. You also don't want to have a couple or family where one person is loving it and the other person is miserable. Oh, no. And, you know, and I, there's a little bit of marriage counseling in there. I had a family, a couple once, where the husband believed you get to the airport when the plane leaves. And the wife believed you get to the airport a couple hours ahead of time, you have a drink, you relax. Mm-hmm. And that was causing a lot of pressure and fights between the two of them. And I said, you know what? I'm here. I've got your itinerary. I've got your contact information. I've got your details. You're each taking your own Uber to the airport. And if he's not there when the plane takes off, don't worry. I got him. <laughs> and if you're not there when the plane takes off, don't worry. She'll be okay because I've got everything covered for her. Right Now, he never missed a plane, but it took away the tension and the discomfort, so they started their trip off on the right foot. Lauren Rock is with us, folks, and she's an unofficial marriage counselor and therapist (laughs) with Dynamic Escapes. She's also a travel planner with with, uh, Dynamic Escapes. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I mean, that, that really, it's, again, it's knowing uh, understanding your client and diving into who they are and what really uh, motivates them, uh, makes helps them relax, gives them the best travel experience possible. And, exactly. And again, just to revisit Google one more time, Google does not do that. So No, Google does not do that. Google yeah. drowns you in information that may or may not be good information. Right, right. Um. Yeah, and once you come back from that trip, I mean the trip's done. I mean this is like a this is like a um uh you know the proverbial crystal chandelier, right? I mean it's easy once you break it you you can't put it back together again, right? So that that trip that you've planned for, it's really important that it come off the way you want it to come off, right? You want those memories to stay strong with you for years to come and to be good memories. And I'm there for my clients during their trip, too. If something comes up and happens, and occasionally it, it does, people get sick, people have things happen, I'm, I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. It's not like you get on the plane and sayonara. Terrific. So I, I want to get to the question I'm sure a lot of people want to know uh, about. 
I certainly do. Destinations. Let's talk destinations. Oh, I could talk a long time on destinations, okay. near and far. You know, don't don't ignore the near. Don't think that because it's nearby, it's not fantastic. But don't the far is pretty darn good too. Okay, well, let's talk about both. So, what are some of the near nearby destinations that we need to uh, consider that we're not thinking about? If you need a quick long weekend rejuvenation, Western North Carolina and Brevard. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Walk by the waterfalls, eat some good food, and yep. just enjoy. Go a little bit further. I think British Columbia, Canada's west coast, mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Going further and heading south, you want to be warm. Costa Rica is one of my favorite places for wilderness, wildlife, true rainforest. Keep going out. We got all of Europe and all the different cultures, foods, and experiences you can have there. You've got Australia. Talk about wildlife and mm-hmm. whole different wildlife, Tanzania. One of my favorite places now and a place I visit regularly and take folks to. It's just words fail when it comes to the experience of being in true nature like that. So I want to dive into some of those. Uh, so let's talk Costa Rica. So why Costa Rica versus um, the rest of Central America? Costa Rica is where you go when you want a true wilderness rainforest experience Mm -hmm. you want a country that has a fantastic record of defending and protecting its wildlife you want a country that has one of the highest literacy rates in the region which means that people are they're happy to see you because that's they're in the tourism industry but they're not desperate to see you they have a safe stable economy and culture and that makes a difference Mm -hmm. um it's not where you go for diving and scuba or snorkeling or the beach, unless you're laying out on the beach. That, that For that, you head over to Belize next door. Mm-hmm. But Costa Rica is your pure rainforest experience. A lot of stuff, a lot of diversity in a small country. Now, in Europe, your favorite country is? Oh, that's hard to say. I love southern Spain. I also mm-hmm. like Croatia. Mm, Croatia. Um, Croatia is very interesting. Portugal. Mm-hmm. Italy, I, I, don't, I can't pick one. That's, that's not fair. Well, nobody can that's been, <laughs> been to a few of those countries, that's for sure. Um, what about Montenegro? Small and near a lot of other places, so worth checking out, mm-hmm. is part of a trip to that area. Um, if the weather's bad, there's not a lot of inside stuff. That was a little bit of a – so I, I always try to think of those things to time – year to people's interest to if it's a rainy day are you going to be happy there i must i must have hit montenegro on a good day because <laughs> i i that uh country sticks sticks out for me um, what are the what are the um well for those folks that have been to europe and and maybe they're looking for something different uh, something they haven't done. Maybe they've done the Mediterranean cruise, or maybe they've done the museum tours, or what, whatever their primary interest in. What What are some of the um, trips that you recommend they think about that might be a little bit different or off the beaten path? Croatia is one of them, and Croatia is more than Dubrovnik and your Game of Thrones tour. Croatia has some fantastic wines that people may not know about. Mm-hmm. They have uh, unique oysters. If you're into oysters, the Mm -hmm. oyster business there is fantastic. Mm. The art, the architecture, the history, Croatia is really quite fascinating and has the natural beauty as well. The islands there rival anything you hear about for Greece. 
The waterfalls are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You just kind of kind of stay away from those big cruise ships when they come in and flood the city on their tour. Portugal, it's not just a neighbor to Spain. It's not a Spain light. It's got its own history, its own art, its own food, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So um, south of Spain, if you haven't been down there yet, Spain has you know, a lot of different cultures within it. And uh, I think the south of Spain is beautiful and the Moorish architecture. Mm. haven't experienced that yet. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are some great ideas. So let's, let's talk about, um, one of the things you mentioned here in the show notes, but back to more near term destinations are the national parks. Yes. So, and again, that's one of those areas that sometimes we overlook us being living here in the United States and we think, Oh, we've all, we've got time to get there, but, um, we can't let that time go by before we visit some of these magnificent one of a kind places to go. Right. And they truly are. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, you know, Yellowstone and Yosemite are great. They're not the only ones. Bryce, not far. You can do a triangle with Bryce, Zion and Grand Canyon. And I wager to say you might join an argument as to whether Bryce and Zion are better than Grand Canyon even. Mm. Sequoia, um, there's just so much beauty out, not just the West Coast, but mostly, you know, don't forget Acadia up in Maine. Mm-hmm. That's quite lovely as well. Um, go up to Canada a little bit, do Glacier and, and up in Montana, and then go up into Banff and areas up there. The the vast openness, the whole other lifestyle, beauty it's just national parks are fantastic and there's one for everybody there are some that are closer to cities so if you say i'm just not into nature that much you can have a great day in a national park and then go into a nice city and enjoy yourself too so there's something for everybody yeah what's a, a lots of great uh ideas here from uh lauren rock and she is the owner of dynamic escapes so uh Lauren, does does um does it make sense to have a bucket list, a travel bucket list? It's hard not to have a bucket list. <laughs> instead of maybe being a bucket, how about a dream list? Right. A where you where your brain goes when you're stuck in your Zoom meeting. Sometimes, let's mm-hmm. be honest with it. Right. And there's wonderful places to go in it. I think now people are looking at not so much as a bucket list after the pandemic, but a I want to make sure I don't miss out on an mm-hmm. experience and. Unfortunately, we all learned that you can't take anything for granted, and these experiences and things in life that you keep saying, I'm going to do one day, be it travel or anything else in life, go ahead and do it. Yeah. What, what are you waiting for? Unfortunately, that mindset has to, to enter into it. Absolutely. Well, let's, let's um, I guess by thinking behind that question is that you've mentioned a lot of destinations here. Some of them are out of the box for some of us. Um Sometimes when we have that list, right, we make the list of the things we know and not the things we don't know. Um, And and being open to discovery sounds like uh, an important part of your work and what you encourage travelers to do. Yes, within people's comfort zone, I want to know what you're dreaming of when you travel. You know, is a beach a place to sleep on and this under the sun with a good book? Or is a beach a place to explore and see what animals are in a tide pool and go out and snorkel in it or kayak in it. Mm-hmm. There's both kinds of beaches exist. Which one is going to make you happy and give you the memories you want? So speaking of maybe uh, destinations that 
that some don't have on their bucket list. We t- t- you mentioned Tanzania. Yes, which I bet is on a lot of people's bucket list. Tanzania okay. is fantastic. When you watch National Geographic and see all the things of the Great Migration and the herds mm-hmm. and the wildlife, that's Tanzania. Mm-hmm. That's Serengeti, which is in Tanzania. Next door to Kenya, the Maasai Mara gets a lot more press. They got a better PR team, but it's a very small part of it. 90% of it is actually in Tanzania. You've got the animals. You've got hominid history. Richard Leakey finding the footprints at Old Vi Gorge. That's Tanzania. Mm. It's it's breathtaking. Um, you've got the darkest skies, some of the darkest skies in the world. For anyone who's into astronomy or just enjoying the night sky, they've got what's called Bortle One class skies, the darkest skies you can get. And to just lay out and go, wow, there is a Milky Way. There are stars up there. We don't see them in Atlanta or right. most anywhere else. Right. Where do you see it there? Wow. Um, yeah, you get, speaking of dreaming, you, you have me dreaming there. Um, wow, that's that, that's pretty cool. So what um, what are some of the, um, I guess, warnings that you give people? And I don't mean warnings from a safety point of view, but just mistakes to avoid uh, as you travel. The first one is make sure you're picking a trip in a place that matches your desires and mm-hmm. your dreams. Mm-hmm. And make sure that that's true for each person in your group. Not that every day everyone's going to be doing exactly what they want, but you need to find a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you paste it that matches you. Some people, they hit Europe, and every two days they're in a new city. And they love that. They Other people are exhausted and miserable, and they're just like, I, I'm not relaxing. I'm not enjoying my trip. I'm rushing from spot to spot to spot. Right. And then there's just practicalities of safety, even before the pandemic. You know, look at a travel protection plan. I don't sell them, but I recommend them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had clients slip and fall and get a concussion. Mm-hmm. I had a client who had a bizarre thing with their eye, a retina pop, got scratched in the middle of Australia. Things happen in their shame, but you've got to protect yourself. So as we wrap up here, I can't resist asking. We've we talked about... Um, destinations you highly recommend let's talk about destinations that are overrated oh i can get myself in some trouble there (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to get you in trouble but But, uh, you know everyone has a different point of view most people love paris i had a client come back from paris and she said you know the streets were all cobblestone mm -hmm. all the restaurants you had to sit outside they didn't have any of the shops or stores that i recognize the name of and she didn't enjoy Paris, which to me, yes, I, the cobblestone streets, the sitting outside in small cafes, mm-hmm. the local restaurants, that's what you go there for. Right. But she didn't think it through and find out. She'd heard Paris is where you go. Mm-hmm. She, It wasn't the right trip for her. She came to me saying, I want to see Paris. But if we'd, if she'd listened a bit more and I could have understood more what she was saying, we would realize she was not the Paris kind. Right. Of that yeah so and again as you say that's not a uh, criticism of paris it's just uh, really you need to do more introspection about yourself and your travel partner of your family what have you yep. right to, to determine what really is the best for you she was looking at the list of where everyone says you're supposed to go right as opposed to looking at what would she enjoy mm-hmm. and you know i can't tell someone you can't go somewhere she was convinced everyone says paris is where you go 
there you go, folks. You better get in touch with Lauren, <laughs> and she'll help make sure your escape is dynamic. Uh, she's with Dynamic Escapes, a travel planner with her own firm. So, Lauren, this, I think, has been great. Um, lots of great information, and I can't imagine that there aren't some folks that want to be in touch. So let's tell them how they can do that. You can reach me at uh, dynamic-escapes is the website. It's also the end of my email address. My name, Lauren Rock at dynamic-escapes.com. That's a situation where Google will be helpful. If you put in dynamic escapes in some way, shape, or form, you'll get to me. Mm -hmm. I'm also on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, I welcome your connecting and contacting me in whichever way works for you. And that's the way we connected, and I would encourage folks to connect with Lauren in that way because you post some great – if you're an armchair traveler, you post some great photos. I have to give full credit to the photos to my photographer. Um, Some of the pictures are mine. A lot of them are my photographer, who is only 19 years old. Really? And those wildlife pictures you see in Tanzania, those those are their shots. What's your photographer's name? Ren Schiffer. Happens also to be my child. Okay, there you go. Ren Schiffer, uh, shout out to you. Thank you for your great work. Uh, And Lauren Rock, thank you for your uh, uh, terrific work. And we're delighted we could have you on to celebrate you and that work. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey, folks, just a quick thought for you. If you are tied to your desk and you would like to go on vacation but don't feel you can, and you're tied to your desk because of administrative tasks, bookkeeping, Um, marketing that you need done that you really shouldn't be doing in your business. You should have uh, some angels doing that work for you. And the angels I'm referring to are at Office Angels. They have a whole team of angels that fly in, get the job done, and they fly out. And they do it on an ongoing or as-needed basis. Call my friend S.E. Escobedo there at 770-442-9246. Tell her I sent you, or go to officeangels.us to learn more. I think you'll be glad you did. I use their services, and they're fantastic. And, hey, folks, just uh, an announcement. So I have a book coming out in 2023. It's called The Price and Value Journey. Raise your confidence, your value, and your prices to grow your business using the generosity mindset. And, if you want to know more about that book, you can go to pricevaluejourney.com. You can sign, out to, sign up to get updates on the book or um, my other podcast called The Price Value Journey and uh, Price and Value Journey. And if you're interested in that, I'm grateful. Thank you. And we're also grateful to those listeners here on North Fulton Business Radio who've helped us get to show number 604 six or whatever this show number is. We're grateful to you for your listenership and your continued support. So for my guest, Lauren Rock, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.